shall return to Lord God's word, John chapter 15, verse 16. John 15, 16. Amen. Father, we are grateful to you this morning. We thank you for your word. We pray that you will speak into our lives. Deposit your word, your counsel in each and every one of our spirits. May our lives be rejuvenated as we sit in your presence, Lord. Every resistance to the preaching of God's word, we bind it in the name of Jesus. Every critical spirit be subdued. And we pray to the spirit of the Lord will have a free reign in this house. To Christ be the glory. In Jesus' name we pray and everybody said, Amen. 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 Praise God. God is good. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Today's message is titled, Chosen and Ordained. Chosen and Ordained. Praise God. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. Then whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Isn't it wonderful that God wants all of us to know that it's not us, we, who have chosen him, but he, in his sovereign will, has chosen you and me. Quite often, we come up with the statement that I found Jesus in my life. The truth is, it's the other way around. It is Jesus who has found you and me. And the Bible makes it very clear, as Christ says, I have chosen you, it's not the other way around. In other words, Christ is saying, get it right. You did not choose me, but I have chosen you. Apostle Paul had the revelation, and in this revelation he says that God has chosen us in Christ Jesus before the foundations of the world. Praise God. It was not after the fact that you and I made a grand entry into this world that he decided to choose you and me. It was not based on who we are, what we, what we are, what we have. It was not based on our influence or our affluence. It was not based on our looks. It was not based on our health. It was not based on our wisdom, but rather in Christ Jesus, before the foundations of the world, God has chosen you and me. In Paul's language, he says that he has chosen you and me so that you and I will be holy and blameless. Here, Christ makes the purpose of his election very clear. He says, listen, I have chosen you with a purpose. 
God does not do anything without a purpose. Anything and everything God does, God does, there is a purpose behind it. There is a design behind it. God's intentions are noble. God's intentions are higher. His thoughts are higher. His ways are higher. His designs for each and every one of us are very unique and special. But there is something that God desires from every one of us. And here, Jesus is saying, I have chosen you so that you may go out and bear fruit. Praise God. In other words, Christ expects every one of us to have a development, a progress, an upward mobility in life. Praise God. He doesn't want any one of us to be dormant in our Christian life to be stagnant in our Christian life. The life of Christ that runs within you and me is a life that is vibrant. Praise God. The indwelling of the Holy Spirit is one of the greatest power in the universe. If you and I have the indwelling of the greatest power in the universe, in residence in me, with that, the expectation of Christ for you and me is that there has to be a growth and a development in every one of our lives. God expects us to grow. Praise the Lord. He wants us to grow in every realms of our lives. He wants intellectual growth. He wants physical growth. He wants emotional growth. He wants spiritual growth. He wants relational growth. Growth in every domain of our life is the interest of God concerning all of his children. Praise God. He does not will any one of us to be left behind. No, no child left behind is not just an American policy. It is God's policy that no child should be left behind. None of the king's children, none of the royal subjects should be left behind, but rather every one of us should experience a momentum in our lives, a growth in our lives, a sprouting up in our lives. Everyone, God expects, expects us to grow. Praise God. Now with growth, what God means is that you and I have to bear fruit. Praise God. If we have to bear fruit, the fruit, the producing of the fruit or the fruit that comes through a tree or a plant is always a sign that is growth and development. That is, that the intended purpose of that tree is being fulfilled. Praise God. Everything that God has made, there is an intention behind it. Praise God. If it's a plant, if it's a tree, and based on what it is, God has an intended purpose. Praise God. And the intention here is that we should bear 
fruit. Praise God. So bearing fruit is a sign that there is a healthy kind of growth, development, cultivation in our lives. Praise God. Fruit testifies what the tree is. In other words, Jesus said, you shall know the tree by its fruit. In other words, when you see the fruit, you are able to recognize what tree it is. You are able to recognize whether the tree is good or bad. Praise God. So the fruit, it testifies about the tree. Fruit is a reflection of the tree. You want to identify the tree? If you cannot just simply know it by the looks, by the leaves, then definitely the fruit enables us to identify what the tree is all about. So the fruit that we produce in our lives, it identifies the sterling quality of the fruit. Praise God. Every quality of the quality of the fruit varies from tree to tree. Praise God. The fruit bears witness to the fact of the quality of the tree as well. Praise God. In other words, we are constantly emitting within us, radiating off us fruits that exhibits who we are in Christ Jesus. Our words have the tendency and the potential to reveal who we are. The Bible said, Jesus says, out of the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaketh. In other words, our words, it identifies, it reveals who we are. Isn't that how they identified who Peter was. Remember, Peter was following Jesus at a distance. He was following Jesus at a safe distance. He came to the courtyard where everybody was around the fire. One of the girls identified him and said, hey, aren't you Peter? Aren't you the guy who was with Jesus of Nazareth? He says, oh, no, no way. Not me, not me. She said, your speech betrays you. Praise God. In other words, the lingo that we use, the language that we use, it betrays us. Praise God. In other words, based on where you are from, if you are from down south or up north, or if you are from the west, your accent will tell people where you are from. Praise God. It's not only your accent, your lingo will tell people who you are. Your lingo is able to identify your state and your status in Christ Jesus. Jesus wants us to be people who use the Jesus lingo. Praise God. You, you and I have to develop a habit, cultivate a habit where you and I are able to use the Jesus lingo. What is the Jesus lingo? Number one, primarily the Jesus lingo is utter. 
entering the word of God. Secondarily, the Jesus lingo is uttering the oracles of God. Our lingo has the potential to expose our standing with the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Moses spent time with the Lord. And the Bible says, after spending 40 days with him, his face radiated with the glory of God. In other words, when you linger in, your, in his presence, when you wait upon him, when you hang around him, so steadily but surely, a couple of things are going to happen. The one that you are looking at, Praise God. His image is impressed upon us. The one that you're looking at, his glory is being radiated through our lives. His words flow through us as the spirit of God that indwells within us, hears what, the, what is being spoken in the throne room of God and it is uttered in the presence of God. Praise God. Moses spent time with God. He came down radiating in his glory. That's what the psalmist says. They that looked to him, they were radiant and their faces, they were not ashamed. Their faces were radiant and they were not ashamed. That's what the word of God says. Authentic faith in Christ Jesus has the potential to produce fruit for the glory of God. The fruit that is produced or the fruit that we bear in our Christian life is not for exhibition purpose, but it is for the glory of God. Everything in the natural world reproduces itself after its kind. That's the law of God. And if that's the case, the same thing is true in the spiritual realm. When we hang around him, we are able to produce the kind of fruit that pleases him. Now, interesting fact, as we continue to bear fruit for him is that as you bear fruit, it is written about Joseph that Joseph was a fruitful wine. How fruitful was it? The Bible says its branches, it went over the wall. In other words, Joseph became so fruitful that it could not be contained. It could not be confined. Listen, God's desire concerning you and me is this, that in bearing fruit, you and I should not be contained or confined. Praise God. The, the bearing of fruit was so immense in the life of Joseph Joseph, that through the prophetic spirit, Jacob uttered and said, he is so fruitful that his branches are going over the wall. Praise God. Hallelujah. Christia jeevanathu, karthava namme kurcha agrahikinadu, nam bhalapradam aithiranam nanam. Nam bhalam kaikyam bol, devatinde agraham, nam bhalam kaicha, Yosef ne polaka, and the shigarangal, praise God, madilna apuram chadi virunu, karam devam agrahikinadu, oru vikthiyade jeevanathu, kristiya jeevanathu, nam bhalam kaikinadu, 
പുറത്താകണം നാം ഫലം കായിച്ച് നാം വളർന്ന് വർദ്ധിച്ച് പന്തലിക്കണം പ്രൈസ് ഗാഡ് ഒരു ശക്തിക്കും ദൈവിക വളർച്ച അതായത് ഒരു ക്രിസ്ത്യാനിക്ക് ഒരു 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 ദൈവ പൈതലിന്റെ വളർച്ച തടയുവാനോ ഒതുക്കുവാനോ ഒരു ശക്തിക്കോ വ്യക്തിക്കോ യുക്തിക്കോ കഴിയുകയില്ല ജീവിതം അതിന് സാക്ഷ്യം വഹിക്കുന്നു യോസഫിന്റെ ജീവിതത്തിൽ പ്രതിസന്ധികൾ ഇല്ലാഞ്ഞിട്ടല്ലായിരുന്നു പ്രതിസന്ധി ഉണ്ടായിട്ടും അവന്റെ വളർച്ച പ്രൈസ് ഗോഡ് ദൈവത്തിൽ ഊന്നിയതായിരുന്നുണ്ട് ദൈവിക കാവൽ ദൈവിക പ്രസാദം അവന്റെ മേൽ ഉണ്ടായിരുന്നുണ്ട് ആ വളർച്ച ഒതുക്കുവാൻ ഒരു ശക്തിക്കും കഴിവില്ലായിരുന്നു അകത്തുനിന്ന് വന്ന ശക്തി പുറത്തുനിന്ന് വന്ന ശക്തി പ്രൈസ് ഗാഡ് രാജാക്കന്മാരുടെ അടുക്കൽ നിന്ന് വന്ന ശക്തി ഭരണക്കാരുടെ അടുക്കൽ നിന്ന് വന്ന ശക്തിക്ക് ഒതുക്കുവാൻ കഴിയുകയില്ല പ്രൈസ് ഗാഡ് ജോസഫ് വാസ് സോ ഫ്രൂട്ട്ഫുൾ ദാറ്റ് ഹി ബോർ ഫ്രൂട്ട് ഹിസ് ബ്രാഞ്ചസ് വെന്റ് ഓവർ ദ വേൾഡ് ഡു യു നോ ഹൗ വൈഡ് ഇറ്റ് വെന്റ് ദ ബൈബിൾ സേസ് ദാറ്റ് ദ വേൾഡ് ദാറ്റ് വാസ് ഫാമിൻ സ്ട്രിക്കൻ ഹേർഡ് ദാറ്റ് വാസ് ഫുഡ് in egypt praise god the world came to him see when god decides to extend you when god decides to to spread you he can spread your influence so wide that it is beyond our dreams it is beyond our expectation how wide your influence could be how wide the fruits that bear can go out praise god when a tree bears fruit the tree doesn't know where the fruit ends praise god the fruit can go to the ends of the earth the fruit carries in itself a seed that is able to reproduce itself so the so even though the tree is stationary standing in one point it is not moving the fruits are able to go to the ends of the world to cherish to nourish and to feed at the same time to reproduce itself that's the kind of fruit god desires from his children praise god now the interesting thing is this i want you to look at this you know when you start bearing fruit you and i need to know this that we have to get ready to be picked and stripped tell me get ready to be picked and stripped tell your neighbor get ready to be picked and praise god see no tree bears fruit for itself no tree bears fruit for itself have you ever seen a tree that consume its own fruit yes have you ever seen a tree that consumes its own fruit no no tree consumes its own fruit the tree exists to bear fruit for what so that others can be nourished others can be cherished others can benefit out of the fruit praise god so as you 
bear fruit. Remember, praise God, you will be picked on and you will be stripped. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you have nothing to bear and if you're not bearing anything, nobody's going to come and bother you. Nobody's going to even look at you. Who cares? But you start bearing fruit, my friend. What's going to happen is people are going to reach out to you. Praise God. There is a picking and there is a stripping. When the picking and the stripping goes on, at times it might be painful. But let me tell you, God was ordained that you and I bear fruit will give you the grace Praise God, not only to produce the fruit, but so that you would allow the picking because it turns out into be a blessing in the life of people around you. Praise God. So too, so often, we, wa are, we want to be just satisfied ourselves with the fruit that we bear. But that is not the intention of God. The intention of God is, that others should be able to experience the fruit that we that we experience in that we bear in our lives now for us to bear fruit for us to be actively actively growing for us to continue to grow there is a secret and jesus shows the secret the secret is simply this, that we need to abide in him. Jesus said, abide in me and let my words abide in you. Without me, you cannot do anything. Our growth, our sustenance, our development, our fruitful experience is directly linked to the fact that we Decide to abide in Him. Praise God. Avanil Wasikuga. Praise God. Unless we abide in Him, we cannot bear fruit. What does it mean to abide in Him? To abide in Him simply means to hang in there. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, hang in there. Now, when we say hang in there, we're not talking about getting hanged. A lot of people think it's getting hanged. No, God doesn't want any one of us to get hanged or to get a hangover. No, he don't want any one of us to get hanged or to get a hangover, but he wants us to hang around him. Praise God. Cultivate a habit. Tell God, Lord, you know, put in me a desire that I would just love to hang around you. Amen. Have you ever hang, do you ever like to hang around obnoxious people? Do you? Would you like to hang around obnoxious people? No. We stay away from obnoxious people. But you and I have to, you have to develop a, a desire within us to hang around Jesus. Praise God. Because he's the source of strength. He's the source of health. 
He is the source of wisdom. He is the source of knowledge. He is the source of understanding. He is the source of foresight. He is the source of insight. You name it, he is the source. If he is the source, hang around the omniscient one. Today or tomorrow, it's going to rub on you. Hang around the omnipotent one. It's going to rub on you. Hang around the holy one. It's going to rub on you. Hang around the righteous one. It's going to rub on you. You're going to carry his life in you as you hang around him. Aha. Hang around him. See, what is the evidence that we are hanging around him? The evidence is, number one, the production of fruit. Praise God. You cannot bear fruit unless you are abiding in him. So the very fact that you are bearing fruit is a testimony to the fact that we are hanging around Jesus. Praise God. To ask yourself, Lord, am I bearing fruit? If I'm not bearing fruit, Lord, put in me a desire to hang around you. Praise God. Number one, production of fruit. Number one, correction from the Father. The Bible says, as Jesus says in John chapter 15, every branch that does not bear fruit, he cuts it. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes it so that we may bear much more fruit. Tell your neighbor, I am not satisfied with where I am. I want to bear much fruit. Tell your neighbor. Praise the Lord. Amen. We're not talking about no fruit loops, okay? Praise God. We're talking about bearing fruit for Jesus. So correction from the Father. Third one is fruition in prayer. What is fruition in prayer? In other words, when you hang around Jesus, what happens is what you pray, what you utter, what you speak, it happens. Why does it happen? It's simply this. The Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So when you hang around Jesus, basically what you're doing is you're delighting yourself in the Lord. And then the very desire that sprouts from your heart is his desire. And that materializes in the physical world. Praise God. So what happens is fruition in prayer means that when you pray, things begin to happen. Praise God. Linger around him. Linger around him. Hang around him. What you pray will happen. What you say will happen. Do you know what you say will happen means what? It is, it is you are lingering around. I told you, when you hang around him, what's going to happen is it's going to rub on you. Praise God. Do you know who our God is? He's Spoke everything into existence by the power of his word. The word of God has the power. Power of what? Creating power. God's word has 
creating power. So when you linger around Jesus, when you hang around Jesus, when you're mulling the word of God, when his word is being active in you, and when you utter the word of God, the very word of God is released from your lips, things begin to happen. Praise God. We want our church to be full of God's people who utter the oracles of God, who speak life, who speak blessings, who speak grace, who speak healing, who speak health, who speak prosperity, because God desires that all of us Praise God. So what is the secret? The secret is simply this, that you hang in there. See, you need to understand, Christ is the one who connects us to every blessing of God. Jesus Christ is the great connector. If we abide in him and his word abide in us, then things will happen. So we need to understand that Christ plays a pivotal role. There is no Christianity without Christ. There is no believer without believing in Jesus. Unless Christ is enthroned, you and I cannot be connected to the unending resources of God. Praise God. So Christ is the connector. What does that mean? I'll explain it to you. The Bible says, Jesus has become our peace, breaking down the walls of hostility that stood between a sinful man and a sinless God. Christ has reconciled us to God and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Praise God. Listen to this. So Christ is the one who connects us to God. Christ is the connector between heaven and earth. Christ is the mediator between man and God. Only one mediator, that is Jesus. Christ is the one that you and I pray in his name and our prayers rise up to heaven. Christ is the connector. Now, listen, if, you, if Jesus is your connector, you are well connected. Praise God. There's multiple leaves to it. I will just tell you one or two. If Jesus is your connector, praise God, you are well connected. Praise God. If you and I are connected through Christ, you and I can touch and reach every kind of blessing that God has his, our name written on it. Number one. Number two, you know how often we complain in our lives that we have no one to speak up for us. You go for an employment. You might be sending in resumes after resumes after resume. And you know, there is nobody there to say a word for you. Nobody to recommend you. You are applying to colleges all over the place, but nothing seems to move for you. You are applying for residency, but nothing seems to be happening for you. You are gone through interviews after interviews after interviews, but you are not 
getting yourself in a placement. Not because you are not qualified. It's not because that you are not able. It's not because your IQ level is low. But every time you try to put yourself in a place, somebody else overruns you. There is nobody to speak on your behalf. This morning, as you're seated in the house of God, I want to tell you, even if there is nobody in this whole universe that can put a good word for you, I want to tell you, if Jesus is your connector, you are well connected. You don't need any other connection. He will connect you to the places where you need to be connected. <laughs> you ask Joseph, Joseph said, told the butler, put a good word for me. Hey, he forgot, but he was connected to God. And God, because he was connected to God, he was well connected. You ask Esther, praise God, an orphan girl, an orphan girl, no daddy, no mommy around. When everyone was, was just being exhibited before the king, how is it? That she found favor before the king because she was connected. God is your connector. So don't you ever, ever complain saying, there is nobody to speak out on my behalf. Let me tell you, make sure that you are hanging around Jesus. Make sure that you are abiding in him and his word is abiding in you. If that is the case, I want to tell you, you are well connected. Amen. Confess it this morning. Lord Jesus, you are my connector. Praise God. If you are my connector, I am well connected. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know why? He can influence anyone. There is no area where God's hand cannot go. Praise God. There is no area that is inaccessible to God. Praise God. There is no heart that is close to him. This is how the writer of Proverbs says, the king's heart is in the hands of the Lord. And he redirects it like a water course wherever he pleaseth. Praise God. Raja Kenmada Ridayam. Deva Sanidil. Neer Thodu Kadakigayana. Avanishtamolar Thota. Adu Paranyaikivan. Devatina Kariyum. Devatina Nenekuendi. Swadinam Chalipikivan Kariyum. Praise God. Aradayam Kayagal. Yetuan Kariyatarta. Devatina Karam. Devatina Pujam. Nenekuendi. Avan Niti. Neneka. Swadinam Ilatarta. Swabhavigamai. Neneki Yeti Pidikivan Kariyatara. Devatina Karangal. Ni El Pichikarinyan. Praise God. Rikasa Hamdurabau Shaida. Rike Saidena Ragat Saidana. Avanda Karangal. El Pichikurukua. Shaswatamaya Pujangal. Shaswatamaya Pujangal. Praise God. Orum Megalagalumilla. Avanda Kai Yetata. Orum Megalayim. Illa. And in the Pagal Kalam. Devat in the Parisutatmava. Or Pekino. Praise God. There is no area that is unreachable to God. 
Praise God. Yeah. We have limitations. We have limitations. But God has no limitations. And I, you and I have to come to grips with the fact, Lord, I serve an unlimited and infinite God. If that's the case, Father, I bring my issues. I bring my problem. I bring my pain. I bring my toil. I bring my problem. I bring my concerns to you. And I give it into your hands. Take it, God. You can connect me. Ha, ha, ha. Praise God. You can connect me, Lord. You can connect me, Lord. I am well connected because you are my connector. Praise God. Hallelujah. Folks, we are going to pray. I want you to close your eyes. Hallelujah. Uh -huh. I want you to close your eyes. You might have issues in your life that is pending. Praise God. Perhaps your application is pending. Perhaps your prayer request is pending. Perhaps the desires of your heart is not materializing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yajichitum, Pratichitum, Uosichitum, Marvadi la Tavishangal, and the Jeeva Tulunda. Any Kuendi on the Sam Sarikiwa, any Kuendi Uruwaka Paraiwa, any Kuendi on the Swadinam Chalipikiwa, Adumilayano, Ni in the Rinna Pagal Kalam, Deva Sanadil, Nurna Rudayamo Irikin and Nagal, Parishutatma Varenu, Ninda Vishayam, Deva Tina Karangalilun Elpika. Praise God. Avan the Karangalilun Elpika, in the Pagalkaram Pare, Enikuendi Sam Sarikiwan, Arumilangilum, Ni Enikuendi under Lugartavi, Enikuendi under Enelkaname. Lord, rise up for me. Rise up for me, Lord. Today I acknowledge that I am well connected with Jesus. Praise God. If Christ is my connector, and Christ is my connector, I am well connected. Praise God. If you have issues in your life and you're praying about it, I want you to just put your hands up. We're going to pray. Hallelujah. Praise God. Prarthana vishengal. Nalagulai, nalagulai. Muttikon dirikinna vishengal. Jeevithatilundangil. Nangada karangale unnich namakuyartha. Deivat in the karangale adhanel pikya. In the pagalkala namakundu prarthikya. Oh Father, we come in the name of Jesus. We bring these hands these hands represent needs. This hands represents that God has to work. These hands represent that the power of God needs to be released. That God has to stretch forth this hand. Regardless of what that issue is. We pray in the name of Jesus. That God's work will be manifested in their lives. For your glory do so. In Jesus' name we pray and everybody said.